Welcome to Dad Devotionals with Dave Domzowski. This is the place for Christian fathers, husbands, and those who love them to find the inspiration, grace, and guidance to help you live God's will for your life and finish your race strong. We share scripture readings, prayers, and advice to help you in your personal and professional life. Now pop in the earbuds or turn up the volume and let's get to today's episode. Hey folks, welcome to Dad Devotionals. I'm Dave Domzowski. I want to talk to you today about working from home. I know myself, I've been working from home for a few years now, uh, about you know anywhere from two to three days a week. And you know, it's it's definitely an adjustment adjustment when you when you're considering kids. And now, you know, with my job now, like everyone else, anyone that can work from home full time is. So it's been an adjustment and I know it has for a lot of people who are used to going to work every day and now they got to adjust their schedules and their lives around, you know, taking care of kids and homeschooling and things like that. You know, some of the things that my wife and I have made it a point to do, it's only been the first two, three weeks that folks have actually been able and uh, had the opportunity to do it. And it's, it's a struggle. So I want to just share some quick tips here before we get into today's reading about avoiding burnout. I've done I've done some research over the week and just kind of or over the weekend just trying to you know see what I can share with you to help lighten the lighten the burden and make it a little bit easier for you. So this is one of the things that I found. You know, working from home with during the coronavirus is you know where. In the, in the beginning, the first week, everyone was like, oh, this is great. This is fantastic. You know, after a while, people have kind of gotten like, this is not as easy as I would have thought. And this one article that I found from Fox News, this Dr. Rob Fazio, a psychologist uh, and managing partner at a place called On Point Advising, said this, there are a number of signs of burnout, and it usually has to do with stress that eventually wears someone down and then goes into burnout. Some of the signs are when you make that shift from being anxious or stressed to really losing motivation, that internal drive. And that's where I'm hoping that, you know, we don't lose that internal drive. And for us as Orthodox Christians, as uh, fathers and as husbands, our focus needs to be going to prayer when we're stressed out. And I know for me, you know, when I go to prayer, when I'm really stressed, that really helps me lessen that that burden. He also, Fazio also said, you know, with stress, oftentimes emotions can be high or intense. And with burnout, oftentimes you have less intense emotions. You know, it really, it really comes down to at what point, what point you are, you know, if you're just dealing with constant stress, you know, with everyone running around and you have deadlines and things like that, you know, you're going to, you're just going to be angry. You're going to be volatile with your kids. You're going to snap easily with burnout. It sounds like according to Dr. Fazio, it's more about um, you know, you're just, you know, I mean, you, we're all quarantined now. So on top of, you know, trying to navigate things with our jobs and everything in this new environment, working from home, you know, you're also, you're also missing your friends, missing your family. I know for me, especially, uh, the fact that apparently we're not going to have baseball or other sporting events until August or September at the earliest. Yeah. I mean, not having those outlets and, and having to deal with, you know, all the different ways that the, the world has changed so rapidly. It's, um, it's, it's crazy. It's stressful. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if folks do start exhibiting those signs of burnout. 
Um, they also said this in the article, working from home for this period of time may also be difficult because there isn't necessarily a time frame for when it may be over. And that's kind of what we are alluding to here. Separating your work from home life may prove difficult, especially if there are children in the home with you. Dr. Fazio says that while he and his wife, who also works full time, are splitting the care of their four-year-old, sometimes he isn't able to give his child his full attention due to work, which can take a toll on a person. And then it's, you know, it comes down to uh, figuring things out between you and your wife and, you know, how those roles are going to, are going to play out for us. My wife is stay at home, but that's not ever, that's not the case for everybody else. And I know with my particular day job, they're allowing people to have a, a long time frame with which to get their work done. Um, so, you know, you can come on for a couple of hours and then, you know, flex out and have some time with the, with the family and, you know, with your spouse or whatever you need to do, and then go back, you know, go back into work, quote unquote, and log back on and, and, and do the rest of your day. So those might be some things that you, maybe you need to speak to your, to your boss about and see what that, you know, what that can look like. <clears throat> Another article that I found from Business Insider gives you some tips from a guy who has, who owns his own business and has, you know, been doing this for a while, been working from home for a while and navigating this. His name is Michael Thompson. He's a career coach, startup mentor, and author. He actually lives in Spain with his wife and his children. And since starting a family, he has spent a significant amount of time at home caring for his children and has developed several strategies for balancing work and family at the same time, which obviously now is very useful. So one of the things he says is schedule two sets of deep work throughout the day. So according to a study of 185 million workers, the average person is productive for two hours and 48 minutes each day. So it really comes down to, again, talking about that, that flex time that I, that I was with my job. You know, for me, I'm usually productive during my normal work day, but for somebody that's got to split the time, try to find those hours in your day when you're most productive. Are you more of a night owl or are you an early morning person? trying to get it, you know, as much as you can done, at least getting one of those deep work sessions in before the kids get up and, and the day kit starts going with, for the rest of the family. It might be something to think about. Another thing is play as much as you can before their lunchtime, you know, because you're going to have kids that, you know, want to see daddy, you know, whatever, just, just waking up and, um, you know, they're going to maybe want to have lunch with you. So maybe scheduling your lunch around that, but then they're also going to want to get outside or take their nap. And with my kids, you know, they, they don't nap as often as, I, as we would like, but they, um, they love playing outside. And, and we're, we're in a part of the country in, in, in Gettysburg and in, in Pennsylvania where, you know, it, it is in the 50s. So you can kick them outside and let them run around. Number three, focus on weekly goals, not daily ones. You want to focus on the big picture and the big projects that you want to tackle each week. And then break those down into, you know, uh, bite-sized tasks that you can take care of each day. From there, create a social snack Slack channel with your coworkers. So, you know, we're social creatures by nature. It says in the article, just because your circumstances may make it a bit harder at the moment to, you know, interact with people, make the effort. Your energy and your mood will thank, will thank you for it. I know for me, um, being able to do this podcast as, as an outlet is fantastic because I'm not able to go into work and uh, I, I tend to be more of a people person. So having that outlet really helps me. So you need to find that outlet for yourself. And then five, go easy on yourself and try to have some fun. Uh, 
you know, my wife and I were talking about this <clears throat> uh, on Sunday, just uh, making another trip to Walmart. And, and we said, you know, we feel like God is moving in this crisis and that he's using this crisis as a way to bring us all together. In many ways, you know, I, I've often felt like the family has broken down in, in many ways in our society. And that's, that's for another podcast. But, you know, with this, I feel like God is moving in the sense that he's drawing us all together. He's having everybody uh, stay at home. And my wife even made the point that, you know, he's, he's getting rid of a lot of our idols. You know, people can't cut the bars, you know, it's, it's not always easy just to go and pick up, um, you know, it, you can't go and gamble and stuff like that. So he's, he's, you know, people that value their money, let's say, and, and, and the almighty dollar and their careers and using that as an idol and being workaholics are forced to at least work at home and be around for lunchtime and they're being interrupted by their kids. <laughs> so just something to think about. Um, use this time as chaotic as it may be and as uncertain as it may be and even as scary as it may be as a way to say, you know, Lord, thank you for this opportunity and look at it as such. And, you know, if you're blessed enough to have no one sick in your family as a result of this coronavirus, you know, maybe you can also be a blessing to others in some way and think of ways to do that. I, I hope that at the very least that uh, people listening to my words here and, and listening to the scriptures that I'm blessed enough to be able to read to you, that they get something out of it and that it uh, enriches their, their time, um, their time with their family and that uh, they're able to use it for, for good. So with that, let's get to our reading for today. And this one comes from Proverbs. And here we go. He who keeps the commandment keeps his soul, but he who is careless of his ways will die. He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. Chasten your son while there is hope, and do not set your heart on his destruction. A man of great wrath will suffer punishment, for if you rescue him, you will have to do it again. Listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your later days. There are many, many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel, that will stand. Think about all the plans that many of us have probably had before the coronavirus took root. And uh, focus on the Lord's counsel, says Proverbs. What is desired in a man is kindness, and a poor man is better than a liar. The fear of the Lord leads to life, and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. He will not be visited with evil. A lazy man buries his hand in the bowl and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Strike a scoffer, and the simple will become wary. Rebuke one who has understanding, and he will discern knowledge. I ask that you reflect on this reading today and reflect on some of the things that I've uh, conveyed to you about working from home and finding joy and being around the family. For me, it's, it has been difficult because, you know, my kids are usually um, – you know, doing a lot of things they are involved in a lot of things and not having those, those activities has made it difficult. But at the same time, I keep trying to remind myself that this isn't going to last forever. And, um, to, you know, they're still, they're still young and, you know, years from now when they're older and have their own children, I'm going to look back and say, I wish I would have enjoyed those times more. So I don't want to have that regret and I don't want you to have that regret either. So just reflect on that today. 
And then finally, I want to leave you with something to meditate on. And, you know, if you're Orthodox, obviously, you know this prayer where, well, and it's Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And I want you to take that. And whenever things get hectic, whenever they get stressful, whenever you feel uncertain, make that your meditation. Make that the thing that you focus on when you wake up. Uh, the church fathers have written countless um, articles and pieces on the fact that the Jesus prayer, which is that, that's what it's called, um, it works. And it leads to a sense of peace. Um, and if you make that part of your prayer life, part of your daily meditation, you'll find that he shows up in ways that maybe you weren't always uh, used to him showing up. And it, it may just be in a way that is more calming. Um, and I know that I found that to be the case. So Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Have mercy on all of us. And until next time, I'm Dave Dimzowski. God bless. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Dad Devotionals with me, Dave Dumzowski. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and also email us at daddevotionals at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash daddevotionals and also youtube.com slash daddevotionals. Make sure to subscribe, like us, do whatever you got to do to stay in touch. Thank you for listening.